0: Welcome to the Grow Your Practice Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Welcome to the Grow Your Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Madden. This week, I wanted to share with you a recording from a recent webinar that I hosted. To get access to the slides and videos of this recording, you can visit getbreakthrough.com forward slash resources. Remember, this was a training hosted with a live audience, so there are real-time questions and answers that I think you will find valuable. Without further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hey, Tony. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Tony? Good. How are you guys doing? Awesome.
0: Uh, first, thank you for being so patient here. I know, uh, you're highly anticipated, uh, session here on renegotiating. How did you possibly do this? But before we get started with that, can you just introduce yourself to everybody, where your practice is, uh, who your practice is, and where you and Melissa are, are at in the world?
1: So me and Melissa, my wife, own Kinetics Physical Therapy. We're located in Gainesville, Florida. We opened 2008. Um, we've been a part of Breakthrough since really the end of 2016 or beginning of 17. Um, since being part of breakthrough it's made a huge difference with our practice we um you know went from about nine hundred and fifty thousand revenue in two thousand sixteen and doubled that to about one point eight i mean yeah one point eight in um two thousand eighteen and uh steadily grew and uh last year we were about um two point eight and now we're in the process of opening another clinic it, we should already be in it but With construction delays um we're not in it yet so it will allow us to 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 double our current size of our our practice and help that many more people so we're super excited for that but you know being part of breakthrough has helped me to you know learn and you know i tried to do this prior to breakthrough but just learning how to back out of um you know being a clinician full-time and also being a business owner full-time um to be able to work more on the business, which you know allowed me to get more into insurance contract negotiations.
0: Yeah. Great. So the, can you talk about, um, well, when did you start renegotiating contracts just to put us on a timeline here?
1: So 2020 was, you know, COVID hit. So it kind of forced me out of the clinic a little bit more as far as like, you know, allowing our other therapists to see any of the patients that we had to see. I had already backed out um, I was, you know, probably 15 or 20 hours a week, but I just totally backed out um, during that period. Uh, I was also looking at, you know, like everyone else, increased costs, um, lower reimbursements, and just like not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel if we kept going that that path. So trying to figure out, you know, what can we do? Um, we had already added cash-based services, and that's really the, what kind of really helped You know, buffer that profit margin to be you know a a decent profit margin. Still, was all the cash based services we do, but I felt like you know we're a physical therapy clinic. We should be profitable just with the PT that we're doing um, without cash based services. So, what can we do to 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 work on that piece, and then you know the additional cash based um, revenue just being cushioned on top of that. So, um, so just looking at our cost per visit was was an aspect and um looking a little closer at that and and looking at the insurance companies that that we're in network with that it's costing us to see those patients and um you know starting to figure out okay do we want to drop this do we want to renegotiate it and our first um try has been just going across the board and renegotiating with insurance companies and um so we've been successful. It's taken a, a, a period of time to to do that. And it's also taken a period of time just to get to the right person. Um, but with us, one of our biggest payers, and I, I'm not sure, Chad, if I can even mention payers. Okay. So, you, you
0: can give a insurance company A, insurance yeah. company B would be yeah. great.
1: So, <laughs> you're so you're good. You're good. So yeah. in, in, in insurance company B um, for us was a, Is a big payer, Um, and it was about thirty-five to forty percent of our patient population. Um, So we started, you know, going after them, and um, it took a while. And but we've been able to um, basically get a ten percent increase in two thousand twenty-one, another ten percent increase in two thousand twenty-two. And we're getting another one in 2000, in this year in August. So that's when it kind of started. Um, right. So that'll be roughly 30% increase from 2020 with that particular payer. And for us, that's huge because that's their, our big bulk. Um, but then, you know, looking at but
0: Tony, Tony, yeah. uh, back in 2020, insurance company B um, had a guess on what they were reimbursing per visit.
1: Reimbursing or- at that point? yeah 62 a visit or 64 somewhere in there
0: okay so the the 10% 10% 10% if my math is right it it comes out to about 33% so if you were at 62 you're talking about like 20 21 dollars a visit more right so you're getting up into that 81 82 83 dollars right. a visit range
1: yeah process. yeah yep. yeah yeah yep. and we need that to be even more than that but like that at least gets us you know closer to where we needed to be Um, And we can sell cash-based services on top of that, too. So, like, ideally, we're making 20% above our cost to see the patient. We're not there yet with them. Um, We're going to continue to negotiate and hopefully get there. Uh, But we are doing cash-based services on top of those, um, you know, visits.
0: Nice. Uh, One question that came in from Jason was, what are the cash-based services that you're offering?
1: So we our main cash based service is Class Four Laser. That's the the big one that we that we do. And we probably did about two hundred and forty thousand in last year with with Laser. So we did a lot. Um, we also have foot levelers, orthotics. We don't do we do some you know with that, but that's not it. That's not a huge moneymaker for us. But we but it but it does make some. And then we also we also do diagnostic testing. And um, some insurance companies don't cover portions of that or like MSK ultrasound. So we just charge cash for that. So, you know, that's our, that's our, that's another piece. And then we also have a a wellness component that we, that we have that's cash.
0: Great. So I heard four different services there that you're offering potentially as cash and that's generating likely 300 K plus a year for you total.
1: Yeah. Like it was about um, 340,000 in cash-based services last year.
0: That's great. Awesome. So, um, so insurance company B you went from roughly $62 a visit up to 83. (laughs) Can you give one more example and then we'll get into the how-to. So was there, is there, you said that insurance company B was like 30 to 40%. Is there another one that you negotiated that would be well, well to see what you got?
1: We negotiated like with all of the commercial payers. Um, we did negotiate and it was, you know, each each time we got a bump was a roughly ten percent. Um, so we were successful with that. We've tried to negotiate, like we were successful with um, with B, you know, three different years, um, and we're going to continue to push that. Um, we've tried to do that with some other insurance companies and haven't been successful yet with that second round. But one of them, our contract was like a three year contract, so like we got to wait. They were actually about to negotiate, and then they realized that we were in this contract and they they couldn't they could but they decided not to so we'll probably get a bump you know um the end of this year uh with this with one of them and then one of them I don't know um uh payer you um we may just end up insurance
0: company them. you got it. yeah
1: insurance company you we, we may end up <laughs> dropping them you know I don't know we're 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 communicating with them but they are definitely the worst one and our lowest payer at this point so um, so we'll see. And we also did the same thing with with six of our work comp contracts. It was roughly about a 10% increase. Um, you know, it ranged, you know, you know, uh eight to fifteen percent, but you know, on average, you know, about 10% um with those insurance companies. So pretty much everybody we've reached out to, we've been able to um get a bump up.
0: Nice. So most of the time when you know we're an owner, we're thinking, I, I firmly believe that most of us don't try, right? So,
1: Correct. and yeah. I
0: know you and I have talked about this uh, on stage as well, but most of us think, well, I'm so small, you know, there's this large uh, large PT provider right down the street. Why would they negotiate with me? You know, I, I'm not big enough or uh, we don't have enough revenue. We're not seeing enough patients. Why would they negotiate? You overcame that. Can you talk about any other barriers or pitfalls you had in the beginning about how you were thinking how you overcame that and like like got to your first win or two there.
1: I I think the big thing is just, you know, you've got to, you got to find that right person. Once you find that right person, you got to be persistent and don't get like super frustrated because you, you will get frustrated, but don't get like super frustrated by it. They will try to like ignore you, push you off, not respond to you. Just keep pushing, Um, you know, go above that person. If you need, if you, if you, if you're able to, or if you have a contact, like we had, um, I want, for example, payer A, and this one we're, we were able to make a, a pretty significant. This was um, payer A, and you can figure that figure out who this is. It was um, a twenty percent increase right away, and then up to twenty four percent increase over you know so many years. Um, so it's kind of built into the contract. But that one, you couldn't even. There was no way to even. There was no way to even find a person to to get a hold of. So. I went to the person that we work with in our company that uh, looks at different insurance companies for the group every year. Um, so he had contacts with all these different insurance companies. And I'm like, hey, I can't get a hold of these people at, and I'm trying to do this. And so he got me at, in touch with somebody who I was actually able to talk to, then put me in touch with the person that I needed to talk to. But like I had been talking to both of them, and that's how I got that contract negotiated so i think you got to find the right person you know and it may be other contacts that you know like what i what i found is people that are in the insurance world if they're shopping insurance companies for 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 group health insurance like they may have they should have a contact and so like if you can't find your provider relations person or you're not getting anywhere maybe they've got a contact that can help you get above that person to hopefully make some change because I've asked, I don't know how many times to just to go take me up to the top, you know, because I'd be happy to talk to them about the reasons why we need to get paid more. Um, And nobody up top wants to talk to you, you know, so like uh, just be persistent. And what i found is with being persistent, like typically they're going to they're going to they're going to negotiate with you. Um, Like I said, the one that's you, they're just a pain. I think they're probably going to bump up another one another time with us, and we'll we'll, we'll see what we end up doing if we choose to, to to drop them.
0: Fair enough. So Rob Jordan had a good question in here. W- what do you say? So you find the person to talk with. Um, you're in that negotiation conversation. Were you writing letters? Were you having a phone call? Were you having a live meeting? Were you sending an email? W- what were you? What did you deliver? And and what were some of the key points of what you said to to ultimately get that win?
1: Yeah, so like, um, what what I did? That's a good question. What I did initially was I wrote a letter, and I kind of spelled out, um, you know, all the reasons that we need to, like, I need to renegotiate this contract. I, uh, you know, I'd put in there, you know, if you wanted to use Medicare as a, as a guideline, you can. Um, you know, uh, this is what we get paid with Medicare. You know, if if that commercial payer, for example, was lower than that, then that's an e- easy you know, guideline because it's out there, you know, um for people to see. Uh but and you can also look at like your average revenue per visit, but um you got to be careful with that. I just show that with, for example, with with payer B, like they were they were they were just low. You know, they were low on our on our on our, you know, compared to other insurance companies and what we got paid and i also put on there like the cost it's, it is for us to see the patient what it costs to see the patient um and like if we're losing money every time we see a patient it doesn't make sense and then i also in that letter like i i i know that the hospital gets paid 3 to 5 times as much as we do um i put all that stuff in there i know that the physician owned clinic gets paid more than we do so i'll i'll list all that stuff out and like why wouldn't they want to like work with us because like you know, a bump up to us makes a big difference, but it's still not what they're paying a hospital. Oh, you're on mute, Chad. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, Love it. So you started with an email um, highlighting where this payer was at relative to other payers in the area, at least Medicare, especially if they were under that. Um, and also the costs then were you were you having a live phone call follow-up or would somebody reach back out to you or would it just fall on deaf ears? And what did you do after that? How did so, you persist?
1: So so going back to that letter, the other things that I put in there um, are like our graduation rate, because I think that's a big key. Like if you've got a, a good graduation rate, like, you know, spell those things out. And then also talk about the overall healthcare cost. Like we are very conservative, you know, it's very... It's a very good deal for people to come to us and get better and address their problem versus continued medications, injections, surgeries, all those kind of things. So I talk about all those things Um, and also our specialties. I bring all that stuff up as well. Uh, And if we're growing, I bring that up, you know, so like you so anything to kind of plead your case for being able to get a higher rate and like we haven't had an increase since whenever we started this insurance company, you know, like, um, you know, if that's the case, uh, but then Chad, your next question was, oh, as far as like, so, so email them, um, they, most times you're going to correspond via email. Like, like you can ask to get on the phone. Cause I think it's a lot easier to get on the phone and talk to them. Cause like, it's just like, I get on the phone and talk to these people and they're, they're super nice on the phone, but in the email, it's like, oh my goodness. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, if you can do that, but it's not always easy because they, they don't, they don't really want to get on the phone with you. Yeah. You know, they, they would rather communicate, you know, via email. Okay. And the email is good because you have a track of what your communication is also.
0: Yeah. Uh, we have other really good questions in here, Tony. Tara asked, uh, how did you find out what they were paying the hospitals?
1: Well, like it, I for me, I just had a patient that's a friend of mine. Um, that that is a physician that you know that had went to the hospital um and also then decided to come to us and and he saw what we were getting paid and was like like this is a huge difference and brought it to my attention but i already knew that you know i mean i think it's pretty common knowledge that that hospitals especially like where we're at a teaching hospital they're paid quite a bit more yeah
0: fair enough um Locke asked, uh, which department do you end up communicating with? And is it their network relationship team?
1: Yeah, so it's provider relations. That's who you go go to. Um, you know, it's just uh, you want to you just want to have that communication back and forth. And again, what I've found in my experience, pretty much with just about all of them, like you I almost have to like send three emails before I get one back. Like it's like you send an email, nothing happens. Yeah. You follow up with it, nothing happens. You do it again and then maybe something happens. And if it doesn't, then I start trying to go up the chain a different way.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, Candace agrees with you. She said persistence works. It took me a year of monthly emails. Yep. We got a 15% increase.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, that, uh, and, and that's been kind of the, the us to the same kind of thing. Like it just, it's not a quick thing. Work comp was much quicker than your commercial payers. Your commercial payers just drag it out. I think they just drag it out so much that they, you kind of give up, you know, is what they do.
0: (laughs) What a great business strategy. Uh, Ankit asked, uh, when is the best time to do an insurance negotiation? Did you see anything in timing?
1: Yeah. So you have to look at, you look at your contracts because like, um, say if you're in a contract for a certain period of time, a lot of times they won't negotiate with you until that, Period is up, and then there's also a time period that they're willing to actually negotiate and talk with you. So it's just, and that's different depending on when you sign your contract.
0: All right, I, I believe you alluded to this already, Tony. Uh, Joyce asked, "What information did you provide to substantiate your request for an increase? Anything different than what you mentioned earlier?"
1: Not a whole lot, because you know you got to remember they have all of our information. They they know they know how many patients we're seeing that has what you know such and such insurance, what we're billing, um how many visits they're coming to us, they've got that information. So like, but they don't what they don't have, they may they, you know, they what they don't have is graduation rate, you know, and and you know, all of those kind of things. So like I think putting this stuff in there that um that you know shows that we're making a big difference is is key and and like i said the big things were the the graduation rate um the, going back over like the overall health care cost and how pt is overall saving a lot of money um taking care of the actual problem like if you have growth putting all that stuff in there
0: great um another question what what is graduation rate
1: so what we do what we do, we started started looking at this um since we've been part of Breakthrough. Uh, and what we do is we go back, you know, say six months and um, you know, out of those evaluations that a therapist, you know, performed, how many of those patients completed their plan of care? And that's and, and our goal is our goal is 90%. We're we're ranging, you know, probably closer to 80, 85%. Um but overall, that's actually really good when you look at overall statistics of what the average graduation rate or plan of care completion is for p t um for patients going to p t love it
0: um and we'll here's a good final question, Tony. um By the way, while we're while I'm asking this question, how about some love for tony in the the chat uh Jessica asked, um did you have to send outcome measures?"
1: No, I, I, nothing, nothing, nothing about, no, none of that. They, you know, these people really, it's just connecting with them and trying to plead your case, but you, you gotta be, you want to be careful how you do it. You know, it's like, uh, you got to realize that person on the other end, they're just being told to keep rates low, you know? So that's all, that's that's their job and you got to help convince them to help you and then go to bat for you. And like, that's what I did with the Insurance A, um, because like they actually came to me, you know, I shot for like a 30% increase. They came to me with a 10% increase. And then they actually came back and said, you know what, our higher levels said, no, we could do a 5% increase. I'm like, no way. I'm like, okay, go back and ask for 20, you know? And so that's what happened. We actually got it. But you had you have to fight for it. And you got to get that person to fight for you. And this particular uh, person was like, yeah, we're paying such and such, like way more than you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't tell me how much, but she's just like alluding to that. And that's basically the hospital. Um, and she's like, you know, it makes more sense for us to try to get them to you guys. Now, Insurance you, they deal with, you know, that TPAO, um, and <laughs> they don't really look at it quite the same, you know? So it's yeah. a little harder to to deal with them. But if you're dealing with the main insurance company, then, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Uh, the By the way, Tony, I, you got a lot of love there in the chat. And also you're providing a lot of hope for owners. And um, in, in in terms of that, this is a reality and a possibility. So thank you for that. In the end, between 2020 and where you're at today, what did this do for your, you know, your average reimbursement per visit? Um, what did it do for your practice? What did it do for for your group?
1: So, like for us, in from twenty twenty till the end of twenty twenty two, and 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 now, it's about a ten dollars difference. But that increase, but that also includes all those decreases we've had during that time with Medicare. So, like even though we've had decreases, we've overall increased our revenue per visit, just the PT portion of it by ten by about ten um, dollars, and, and that's going to increase even more by the time some of these other things start kicking in again. So we're hoping by the end of the year, it's another maybe three or four bucks, you know? So, but over time that makes a huge difference and it makes a big difference when you start looking at volume of patients.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love what you're doing, man, with uh, the Kinetics team. Thank you so much for being here and also uh, check out the chat for all the love that everybody gave you. This is great. Awesome. Well, thank
1: you. We appreciate it.
0: If you're watching this video right now i'm going to guess that you're a practice owner who's battling against declining reimbursements upward pressure on cost increased cost of operating your practice day to day and also shrinking profit margins so to answer that here at breakthrough we just launched a new program called profit under pressure and in profit under pressure you're going to get three primary things the first is a 13-week masterclass where we're talking through the advanced latest principles on marketing your practice. So you can fill space that is the space of your clinics. You can fill your therapist schedules um, with direct to consumer marketing. Um, you're also going to get any time that we solve one problem in our practice, we usually create another problem. So the one thing that we're hearing a lot of is, you know, how do I calculate my fi- finances? So we have specific training in the 13 week masterclass around how to help you uh plan and project to be financially project to be more profitable and then as a bonus when you apply and get into the course the other problem that we often create is now we need to hire therapists so i've never seen a market like this where it's been so difficult to source and ultimately hire therapists and also retain them so we're going to have a specific training as a bonus for you around that plus you're going to get the breakthrough software, which is the same exact software that I use in my practice to get uh, direct to consumer marketing patients, uh, primarily from our patient list and also from cold traffic marketing. So if you're looking to grow your practice, you're looking to increase your profit margins to have a more sustainable, more viable practice, uh, this is the course for you. Just a few years ago, you know, there was lots of trends here that are working against us that the current's not moving in the right way so a few years ago the industry average was uh, 14.6 percent in private practice pt in terms of margins and profitability today that number is significantly less and it looks like with another medicare cut on the horizon that many of us are going to be facing even more pressure this course is how to help you navigate that so how do you add a cash pay service how do you negotiate with uh, insurance payers how can you drop a low payer? that's all going to be covered in the course that 13 week masterclass and also don't forget you get the bonus on incentivizing, uh, retaining PTs, uh, how to source, how to hire and, um, how to do that as well. So it's going to help you grow your team, be more profitable. Here's the deal. You have to apply to get in. We want to make sure that you're a practice owner. We don't work with, uh, hops practices, pops practices, Uh, that type of PT. We only work with private practices, so you do have to apply. I know as of this recording, I believe this class is currently already fully occupied. Um, So when you apply, we'll make sure that you get into the next possible class. If you are a fit and if this program is right for you, just scroll down below. You can fill out the application in less than five minutes and somebody from our team will schedule a call with you, walk through, make sure that you're a good fit for the program and this is the right solution for you. Remember to visit GetBreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.